where we promulgate that your physical, psychological, and financial health are your true sources of wealth that must be safeguarded and optimized to achieve long-lasting happiness. Here, we'll discuss tactics on how you may self-actualize to reach the pinnacle of authentic masculinity by embracing true libertarian principles, arming yourself with red pill knowledge, as well as implementing the most up-to-date holistic health biohacks to optimize your health. Stop being a blue pill sheep, being led to slaughter by big government and the court system. Become an awakened man. Here's your host, Gregory. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of The Awakened Man. I hope you are doing well today. Today, I'm going to pause at a question as we've eclipsed the summer solstice, and now we are losing days of sunlight, which is a good thing. I'm not a big fan of long summer days. I used to live in Alaska, and I remember... I lived in Fairbanks, sun going down at one in the morning, sun coming up at three in the morning. It's not the best. You have to put foil on your on your windows and it gets hot because most of the places up there don't have air conditioning and I'm just not a big fan of, of excessive sunlight. So I'm looking forward to the approaching equinox in three months. And then I actually like winter. Either way, today we're going to talk about why do you hate women? Why do you hate women? Now, I'm not saying all of you hate women. And, you know, we could posit the question, you women here who will listen, why are you misinterests? Why do you hate men? But let's focus just to keep it easy on the gender pronouns. Men, why do you hate women? Why do you hate them? I'll posit some theories. Well, some obvious ones are going to be like your mother was not a good person. Your mother was rotten to you, treated you poorly, neglected you, abused you, heaven forbid, hit you or molested you. And because of that, she's your first female role model, your first vagina that you encountered, so to speak. And because of that, you're going to project your hatred of your mother toward all women. It's possible. More likely than not, though, and it is connected to early childhood trauma, is you had bad relationships with women. And so how is that connected? Well, we know that men who grow up in dysfunctional childhood, like bad parents, especially let's say a borderline cluster B mom, are more likely to be attracted to dysfunctional cluster B women. Because on one level, this is all that the men knew growing up. Think about when the boy is four, five, six, seven, eight, a rager, a yeller. He watched his parents fight. He saw the henpecked dad or the dad who left. And he saw a, a mom who, let's say, wasn't grounded, wasn't virtuous, and uh, didn't treat people in her life well. She was narcissistic or vain. And of course, I'm, I'm painting a, a broad kind of depiction or delineation of, of a woman. But if you are raised in that milieu, on one level, that dysfunction you think is normal, and you'll seek that out on one level. I mean, how many men do I know? married their mother or married their father in terms of their personality, not in terms of an edible complex. They ended up marrying somebody that was similar to one of their parents. So one of their parents wasn't an addict. They ended up marrying a crypto addict, someone they kind of knew had a problem, but didn't come full born until after the vows, because at that point, you know, you, you, you really reveal the bait and switch and you, you, you have no leverage. Or one of your parents was a rager, and then lo and behold, the person you marry is a rager. Either way, more often than not, men who hate women 
because they were incels in middle school. They had difficulty getting a woman. And they saw how these women would either ignore them or treat them poorly, or they would see these women ignore them and treat them poorly, and then they'd go to the the chat of the high school and adulate and fawn all over the chat. And they kind of saw perhaps a more insidious side of nascent female behavior because the chads were so basking in the glow of all the pee, or all the attention at least, that they don't see it as much. It's a lot of chads don't tend to be too smart. But the guys, the incels who were rejected, they saw hypergamy and monkey branching at a very early age, for example, but they didn't understand it. Of course, not. they're not, you know, 12-year-olds are not going to know hypergamy. But they kind of understood on one level why they were getting rejected because, you know, they had braces, they had acne, they were fat, they just were awkward, they weren't good at school, and they saw the chad there succeeding. And so they're like, oh, women are shallow. Women are, are bad, you know. And then and then you just rinse, lather, repeat for the next 10 years. And then you start... You start depicting in your mind women are all bad. But they're not bad. They're just rejecting you. Are you a bad guy if you don't find attractive fat women? Fat women would say you are. But that's just the way we're wired. We're not wired as a whole, unless you've got your, your fat fetish, to find 250-pound women attractive. We're wired to find regular-weighted women attractive. And the equivalent, and I've talked about this, both sexes are shallow in their own way. Just accept it. So you can't expect women to find losers attractive. This is what rom-coms like John Hughes movies push. Sierra Burgess is a loser, that Netflix rom-com with Noah Centineo. These these kind of tropes that they continue of how if you have the heart of gold, even though you're not even though you're not attractive, you have a heart of gold and good personality, that the most popular person in this school is going to fall in love with you. This just doesn't happen. This makes kids feel good, but it perpetuates lies. That's not to say like ugly people can't find a boyfriend or girlfriend. They can find another ugly, awkward person. But the idea that somebody that's in the 90% can keep and maintain happiness with somebody in the 10% is ludicrous. And you see this in online dating. So... At this point, they've been rejected so much that they can't look in the mirror and see that perhaps they're lacking. Perhaps they lack social skills. But more often than not, it's like they lack confidence. And why would they have confidence if they've been rejected their whole life? So that kind of makes sense, right? And then you're continuing to get rejected. So it's this, this, this self-defeating cycle of negativity that you're pushing on yourself. But a lot of it is just you. But you don't see it or you don't want to see it that way. I mean, look, I remember when I was a fat kid and go to Confessions of an Obi Child, the podcast, the feed. I mean, I got like 70 episodes there. A lot of them wrote my childhood. I remember not liking the popular people, the popular boys. I went to an all-boys school. Well, in, in, in elementary, I went to a co-ed school. But then high school was all-boys uh, all school. But we had a girl's school next door. And I remember hating all the popular guys. But why did I really hate them? Because I just wanted to be them. I wanted to be better in sports. I hated being the fat kid who was picked last and made fun of all the time. And I envied them because they got the girls. They got the beautiful girls. I mean, you know, I think every incel nerd would admit this if they're intellectually honest with themselves. You hate them because you want to be them. Now, you might not want to be their rotten personality, but you want to get the, the, the trappings and the accoutrement of popularity. And maybe not sell your soul and be be a bad person or start picking up bad habits. But 
you hate the women because they're not picking you, they're picking Chad. And so you, you see this push into the 20s where maybe you haven't had success. Maybe some men do. They change. They grow into their body. You know, they, they find in college. This is why I don't recommend a lot of reasons why I don't recommend you go to a small college. I mean, it's, it's half the majors and double the price. What's the point of that unless you're going to a high pedigree university? But if you go to a large university, you're, you're likely going to find your group. You go to like UT Austin nearby, 50,000 people. You're going to find your group. So some people outgrow it, but some men don't. They end up being the IT guys, the nerdy IT guys, right? The guys from the show Silicon Valley. And so you 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 desperately want a woman because you've never been with a relationship, but at the same time, you know you're not being successful, so you have to hate them as a form of justifying uh, why you're not with one. Because you can't just look in the mirror and say, I don't have one because I'm not attractive or I like confidence or I'm weird. You have to say, oh, it's because they're shallow. But that's all cognitive dissonance, and your mind knows that. So then eventually a lot of these guys sometimes get married. They marry the foreign bride, and we know what happens with that. The foreign bride who's using them to get the visa, and then maybe they get a kid out of him, but we don't even know it's his kid because of false paternity is 15 to 30%. As we talked about, even if it is false paternity, she could see you and still take everything. And I'm not saying all women are doing false paternity, but statistically it's 15 to 30%. So they have this bad luck with women, and or they're going to PUA websites or YouTube channels and then they stumble upon MGTOW. And MGTOW reinforces everything because they watch the content, especially they're going to gravitate more toward not the more intellectual content, but they're going to they're going to go toward the more black pill because that's where they're at at that point in their life. They're black pill. They're angry. They're nihilistic. They're angry at women for women rejecting them. And so then they find this content and it's like a depository of just truths that vindicate everything that they felt. Women are horrible, proposed law, hypergamy, solipsism. They'll use you. 90% of divorces are an issue by women if the women are college educated. Yeah, I hate women. Yeah, yeah. And and the thing is, that's the, you're, you're taking it the wrong way. You're absolutely mis, misinterpreting the information. It's like one of the reasons why the early church was was worried of of having everybody having their own personal copy of the Bible because then everybody translates it differently and typically the wrong way. Now you could say, well, maybe they're translating it the right way, Gregory. No, because the Holy Spirit protects the church. Uh, going all the way back to the descent of the Spirit, Pentecost. The Holy Spirit protects the church, the ancient churches. So the ancient churches, in terms of faith and morals, can't be wrong. It's it's the theory of infallibility. But this is why we have 24,000 denominations, because now you have people reading the Bible. Think of Luther and Calvin and Zwingli and these guys from the 16th century. And they interpret it their own way. And then people follow them because typically it's an easier route, like with Luther. Or sometimes it's Calvin. It's a harder route. Like 90% of people are going to go to hell. Only the elect are going to go to heaven. There's nothing you can do about it. But then this is why we have so many denominations, because you misinterpret the Bible to suit you, to suit your temporal needs, your, 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 your desire for fame, riches, which is a lot of what megachurches are. They they focus on tithing because they need the tithing because without the money and the guys coming in and, and the, the feel-good music and all that, they would go out of business. But either way, so then they find this content that reinforces some of the latent misogyny that they have that's born out of rejection, and now they're in their their golden period. Now they can just tap into this and watch all this content, listen to all this content, read the books, and yeah, yeah, women are horrible, women are horrible. But I would tell you, look, in closing, women are not horrible. Women, we love. 
you love your mother, you love your sister. We don't like certain inherent tendencies that women have. But look, men have some bad tendencies too. Men tend to be more narcissistic, right? And learning about red pill stuff, it's all about educating yourself about the opposite sex. And then you can make the choice based on what you want and based on your experiences. Do you use this information to maximize and optimize your chances of finding a good woman? Or do you like, no, I don't have the, uh, the, br- the blueprint, I don't have the, the body, the, the, the job, and I'm just going to opt out and be a monk? All right, but that's up to you. But you use the knowledge, because knowledge is power. Then you make the decision as to what's the best route for you. But the, the goal of MGTOW is not to turn every man into hating women. You should not hate women. You hate the court system. Alec Baldwin and, and Johnny Depp just came out. They wrote a forward for a book talking about the court system and, and, and family law, how it's extremely sexist toward men and how it hurts men. I mean, everybody who's gone through the court system knows this. So you hate the system. You don't hate the women. Should women hate you because you like attractive women? No. We call that shame tactics. So if you've ever rejected or dumped a girl in your life, then how can you get a bit mad if a woman dumps you for not making enough money or you not having enough status? You really can't. It goes both ways. You have to be intellectually honest and not have cognitive dissonance. So don't hate women. It's a waste. It's like they say about greed and, and envy and hatred. It's a poison that you concoct that only you drink. You hating women isn't going to make the women's lives any different. All it is is going to make you stew in black pill nihilism and you're just going to hate. You're going to be hating. That only affects you ultimately. So let go of your, your past hate towards your exes. Forgive your exes. We have a previous episode here. Forgive your exes. There's no point hating your exes. Forgive your exes. Understand intersexual dynamics. And then, like I mentioned, you make the choice as to how you want to use this knowledge. And lastly, purge your childhood trauma. Go to therapy. Do the deep work. Because unless you do that, this is one of the reasons why 70% of second marriages end in divorce. Because unless you do this, you're just bringing the same baggage that you brought in the first marriage. But this time you can't blame your ex-wife because if your second marriage is faltering, uh, who's the common denominator? You are. You are. So you've got to end the intergenerational trauma that we all have that runs from generation to generation. You've got to go to therapy, do the deep work, fix yourself, and then you're more likely to have more successful relationships, not of just the opposite sex, but with your own family and friends. Or if you want to go MGTOW monk and live your own monk life, hopefully focusing on prayer and chastity and not pumping and dumping and not fornicating, uh, you're just going to have a better life. But in closing, don't hate women. It's a complete waste of time and you shouldn't hate women. Guys, if you appreciate my content, please post an honest review. It'll only take you five seconds. I'll read your review if it's on an Apple product and it helps send the algorithm out so this message gets out to more people. There's two links in the episode notes. One's for PayPal if you want to donate some money to defray the cost of hosting these episodes on a server. Also, there's a link to naturopathicearth.com, the website. Click on that link and it takes you to the, the, the website where you can read every article that we have. We have 500 articles, all 700 episodes, all three feeds are over there. You'll notice my two books on the homepage. Click on that and it takes you to Amazon. And please consider buying my books if you want to get to know me better and help out. But if you don't want to buy the books, it's fine. As soon as you click on the thumbnail on my homepage to get to Amazon, anything you buy on Amazon within 24 hours, we get a 2% commission and no expense to you because we're Amazon affiliates. If you want to talk one-on-one, contact me at clarity.fm. And lastly, help us out. Subscribe right now and post an honest review for The Awakened Man, for the Female Holistic Health Apothecary. We just did a joint episode, a concurrent episode about 
uh, hymenoplasty, and also check out Confessions of an Obese Child if you're dealing with early childhood trauma and addiction. Until next time, take care. God bless. Thank you for listening to the Awakened Man Podcast. Find us on Facebook at the Awakened Man Podcast page. Subscribe and post an honest review on Apple Podcasts and consider donating to our crowdfunding account. And remember, freedom is better than needle. Until next time.